Welcome to Touring the AFC South. I am your host, Mike Patton. And the Tennessee Titans are the team in Nashville. Of course, they represent the two-tone blue for those that are around Nashville know of them, of course. But, you know, I wanted to get into just the kind of inner workings of the Tennessee Titans. Of course, you know, the programs, the things they got going on in the city. And I thought, who better to talk about that than the Titans program director, Ms. Johar Matthews. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, Mike. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm doing good. Excited to be here with you. Thank you again for accepting uh, my invitation as well. And um, I, wa- I want to ask as well, like, uh, for those who aren't aware, you are from Nashville. You're a Nashville native. So yes. what part of Nashville did you grow up in? So if you're from Nashville, um, you'll understand this terminology. So I grew up out south. Uh, I grew up in the Woodbine, South Nashville area. Um, I, all through elementary, middle school, high school, I matriculated through um, Whitsitt Elementary, Wright Middle School, and then I'm an alumni of Glencliff High School. So shout out to the Colts. Ah, Glencliff, yes. yes. I definitely know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up uh I grew up like Nashville, but if you go like a couple streets over, it's Antioch. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. We ended up so back so when I was in high school, and um you know a lot about this too, you know, at one point Antioch was like the place to be. Like if you got a got a good job, a little bit of money, like everyone was moving out to Antioch. And so my junior year of high school. We moved out to Antioch and, um, but I, I told my mom, I did not want to leave Glencliff. Like I wanted to stay. So we made the commute back and forth to Glencliff. So oh, shout out to Antioch. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I, I didn't actually go to Antioch High School. So that's another story for another day. Another but, day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, you know, being a, a Nashville native, can you remember back when uh, the Titans were not here? Yeah. So, you know, I, so I was a kid, so I, I'll be honest. I cannot remember when they were not here, but I guess that's a good thing because they have pretty much been here all of my childhood into adulthood. So I really cannot remember before that. Um, I just remember when they, like all of the, um, all of the campaigns and all of the excitement around getting an NFL team to Nashville um, and trying to bring, like, I don't know if you remember the NFL Yes campaign um, that was really big. And so I just remember a lot of that. Um, And then finally, when the team got here, um, I just remember the excitement around having a team. I remember the construction of the stadium um, and that being built. Um, but yeah, it's been a big part of just my childhood and my my what how I remember Nashville growing up. Right. It was uh, you know, I remember there was really nothing where the stadium was. There's like a, yeah. a whole bunch of like just I, I just remember that growing up and yeah. you know, then the stadium's there and I'm like, okay, this is new. They're just trying to kind of dress it up just a little bit over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, I you know, of course back then it was literally just the um the the junkyard that's there the car junkyard right. and that was there for 
forever. And then, like you said, uh, you know, the Exxon has been holding on for dear life. And so I feel like <laughs> between the junkyard and the Exxon, those two things are guaranteed staples for uh, old Nashville. Um, if you're right. from here. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, I got to ask, did you grow up a Titans fan? So, <laughs> so you're trying to get me in trouble with my with my good job, Mike. <laughs> so yes, yes and no. So I did grow up a Titans fan. Um, I am originally from Nashville. However, my father is originally from Philadelphia, and my mother, um, she spent a, quite a bit of time in Philadelphia as well, and so. A lot of my extended family are Eagles fans. So um, my first introduction to football, of course, was the Philadelphia Eagles. And then being here, just inevitably becoming a Titans fan because it's a home team. You know, you can't you can't live in a city and not root for the home team. And so I, I was fortunate enough to grow up loving both teams, the Eagles and um, the Titans. Okay, all right. So a little Super Bowl tie in there. I'm pretty sure you're, yeah. you're, uh, you're excited. <laughs> yeah, you're excited, I, we, I would say. We we started off excited and then it was like, oh, what is happening? What is happening? But it was uh it was a good, really good game of two extremely talented teams. It was nice to see two black quarterbacks um in the Super Bowl, but yeah, I between our family and just knowing Philly as a city, it was it's been insane the last like couple of weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. But very very proud of the Eagles. I, I can't wait until it's the Tennessee Titans um, going to the Super Bowl one day. Right, right. I mean, well, it was one day back in the day, but it was one day. You know, yeah, one, it was one day. Yeah. One day again. One one day right. again soon. Right, that would be nice, and uh, it'd be nice for the city because Lord knows the the city is is one of the Titans to go to the Super Bowl since I don't know how long <laughs> or what you know you hear every year this is gonna be the year still be the year or you hear or you hear that or you hear the opposite oh they're never going and you're like okay which one is it you know yeah now I will <laughs> say that my um so I have an eight year old son and he is a diehard Tennessee Titans fan and he is one of those fans that is like this is our year we're going to the Super Bowl we're doing all these things and so I I get my hope <laughs> from him because I'm like you know what you are the type of fan that is really committed to your team through thick or thin. So um, I, I let him carry on all of the um, ambitions for the Tennessee Titans. So hopefully he'll see it in his lifetime. That That's my, my dream for him is that he'll see his team make it to the Super Bowl in his lifetime. Well, uh, it's in the uh, tour in the AFC South inbox. Mr. Corey Jackson, senior, definitely has said we are winning uh, soon. We yes. So hey, there we go. There we go. You got another person with another person with uh, a lot of hope and a lot of uh, positivity. I would say. <laughs> um, now, of course, we're gonna fast forward from you know talking about growing up in Nashville and living here before the Titans got here to now. Yeah. You are the programs director for the Titans. Yeah. What all? I mean, what all does that entail? It entails a lot, Mike. It entails a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. The programs director role is a newly created position um, that really focuses on the community benefit 
programs that we have um, launched, and we'll talk about that um, later on in our conversation. Um, but also, I oversee all of our community impact initiatives. So that's everything that we do that's boots on the ground, um, community engagement, and how we really plug ourselves into um, being and showing up as more than just a football team. Um, another facet or another area of that is our Titans Foundation. So I also oversee and work with our Titans Foundation and making sure that we are um, going over and beyond just game day community involvement, but really um, creating a space for the Titans to be plugged in um, in ways that, you know, football teams, especially on a, a professional level, have a, a unique way or an, a really um, special way of having this social responsibility piece um, and how they show up for a city and really for the states that they're in. And so the Titans always want to make sure that they're leading with that. And a part of our um, our mission, our, our mission as an organization, as a club is um, three words. So win, serve, entertain. And um, Burke, our CEO, and Amy, our owner, they will tell you that um, we want to win on and off the field. Um, we want, you know, of course, we have Nashville's biggest stage. So we want to make sure that we're, we're entertaining and that we're doing all of those things to make it fun and exciting to, to come to the stadium, but most importantly, we wanna make sure that we're serving our neighbors. We wanna make sure that we're serving our fans, our folks, um, our, our folks who who live in the city and um, the youth and families who, who are here. So that's a big part of our mission. And, and I've been tapped to, to make sure that we are doing that. So that's, that's my role in a nutshell. <laughs> all right, so with all those different things being said, what do you think kind of in your background prepared you for this type of role with the Titans? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I um, so I have worked in nonprofit. <laughs> I've been a part of nonprofit and um, community for the last 20 years. Um, I shared this story recently with um, someone that I really do feel like my upbringing, the community that I was raised in, um, you know, I, like I said, I, I grew up in South Nashville, Woodbine area. And if you know anything about Woodbine, um, it's a very diverse community. Um, and so it's people from all different ethnicities, race, gender, age. It's just all the things. It's a beautiful community. And um, I feel very blessed to have grown up in such an eclectic melting pot of people. Um, I also have been very fortunate, um, you know, my, my mother, I was raised by a single mother and um, my mother is also Puerto Rican. And so she was adjusting, she, you know, she was coming to a city that she didn't know, she didn't know anything about. And she was adjusting to being in a city um, and really leaned on her community, the resources, um, around her to help her raise two kids and to be a thriving, successful woman. Um, and so I think that really laid the foundation. Those two things combined really laid the foundation for me to go into this work with a different perspective, to always think about impact and influence and thinking about um, how we can best serve our communities. Um, 
So I got my, my start with the YMCA of Middle Tennessee about 18 years ago and fell in love with all of the things um, about nonprofit work. Um, so I've served in probably every role that you can think of in the nonprofit sector. Um, and most recently before joining the Titans, um, I served as a, a executive director of the Northwest Family YMCA in Bordeaux and North Nashville. And so I think a big part of what I do can be attributed to my upbringing in Woodbine, um, seeing my mother and how she really leaned on the community around her. Um, but also, you know, the, the last piece of that is that my husband serves in, um, in a capacity as an elected official. And so being able to see the local government side and how all of that works um, has just played a huge role into what I do and how I show up daily for, for, for the people of Nashville and, and abroad. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, we reached our first break. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a uh, quick commercial break. Uh, about We'll be back in about a minute. Uh, get these uh, quick commercial breaks. And we'll be right back. Talk about a little bit more about the Titans' yeah. new stadium on Tour in the AFC South. With your host, <laughs> Mike Patton. Whether it's local or long distance, Milligan Logistics has you covered. Milligan Logistics was established in 2020 with over a combined 15 years of experience in trucking, hauling, and logistics, along with over 50 years collectively of project management experience. Again, whether it's near or far, Milligan Logistics has you covered with quality service efficiency while taking pleasure in exceeding clients' expectations. Need goods? Move short or long distance? Milligan Logistics has you covered. Just reach out to them at 615-354-2618 that's 615-354-2618 or you can send them an email at milliganlogistics at gmail.com that's again milliganlogistics at gmail.com so give them a call need something to move long or short milligan logistics has you covered All right, and we're back. And of course, like I mentioned before the break, the Titans in the new stadium. That talk has been very, very popular around the city. Now, of course, it's the talk of the city. What are your kind of your thoughts on what the stadium will do for the city? There's a new stadium being built. I haven't heard anything about that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I think, you know, I I have I have such a um a privilege and really a dream come true to be able to personally and professionally work for an organization that has um meant so much to to me. Just, you know, my upbringing in Nashville and and truly has played a huge part in that. And so I think for me, when I put on my my native Nashville hat, I personally love the idea of a new stadium. And I love, and not just because it's shiny and because, you know, of, of from that aspect, I do believe that the idea of a new stadium coming to Nashville will truly put Nashville in a place that is 
has such a economic impact, but also um, ha sets the stage for Nashville to be a contender for so many different things um, that we quite honestly deserve because this is a beautiful city um, and the people in it are beautiful. Um, you know, there's a lot of conversation around just what it means from an economic impact. And I think having a new stadium, you know, creates new jobs, creates new opportunities. Um, it creates, you know, more big events and things like that that can come to the city that all of us can enjoy. Um, because I think oftentimes people forget, like, although it is the Tennessee Titans home, we only play in the stadium, you know, at the most nine or 10 games out of the year. So, you know, the, the other 360 days, um, my math might not be right on that, but just, just follow good. me. Um, but the other days that we are not in the stadium, you know, it's very important that it is driving, that it's generating revenue for the city that benefits the city and the people who are here living in it. Um, and right now, our current situation, the stadium that we have, doesn't do that. Um, and so I, I think it's a great, a great opportunity for Nashville. I'm excited to see, you know, all of the, um, the, the, the transformative things that come from having a new stadium, but I'm also very eager and excited to see just how it creates and elevates workforce development, um, how it creates, you know, opportunities for some of our um, community partners and organizations to be able to utilize the space. So I'm just really excited about the new stadium and all. Okay. All right. Now, of course, the new stadium is going to be right across the interstate from East Nashville and not too far from the 37208 zip code in mm -hmm. Nashville, which for many who are not aware, that's one of the most incarcerated uh, zip codes in uh, America. Um, how are the, the Titans kind of trying to reach out to those neighborhoods and trying to make a positive impact there in those particular neighborhoods? And, and I would say that are predominantly black in terms of the mm -hmm. 37208 neighborhood. Yeah. So, you know, if you haven't heard already, one of the things that we have been talking about and that we recently launched um, with the announcement of the new stadium was our community benefits platform, which we are calling One Community, which the one stands for Opportunity, Neighborhoods, and Education. Um, one Community is something that I'm really proud about, especially being a native Nashvilleian, but also um, by being a part of the team, I'm just, I'm, I'm ecstatic about just what this platform means for the city of Nashville and Tennessee. Um, one community with opportunity, neighborhoods and education, it's really taking a look at how this stadium, this new stadium can be and serve as a catalyst for how the Titans can go deeper um, and be more and do more for the community. So, you know, the Titans have been around for 25 years and there has always been um, this level of responsibility to make sure that we're pouring into our neighbors who are right across the, the bridge from us in East Nashville. Um, and then with our training facility being in North Nashville, we've always been very mindful of like how we can just have a presence and show up. But with this new stadium, 
you know, we wanted to make sure that we could engage the community in both the process and the outcome. So one community really takes a look at how we can create these programs um, that directly serve the people who are not only in our, our, um, our arms reach, meaning, you know, in East Nashville, but also for all of the individuals across the state that we want to have an impact. What are the touch points that we can have? So opportunity really focuses on um, the ecosystem and it's, it's uh, different programs that include um, everything from small business boost. So how can we show up for our small business partners? Um, we support uh, recently the last, this past season, um, we highlighted businesses on Jefferson Street through our um, game schedule release. And so with that, those businesses that were highlighted, they, were also, they also received a monetary award um, in support of their small business to help give an e economic boost. But we also used our platform, which we always tell people it's our biggest, Nashville's biggest stage, to highlight these businesses and to drive business, to drive um, consumer, direct consumer engagement to them. Um, other things that we are doing through One Community include a what we're calling the um, a housing um, a housing fund, which is where we are pouring in five million dollars into a fund to support um, affordable housing across the city. Um, this is something that we're really excited about. You know, the new stadium, we don't have direct land um, around the stadium that we can develop and create affordable housing. And we know that's something that is not as, that is something that is an issue for the city and it's something that needs to be addressed. And so we had to get really creative on how we could support that. And we really heard from community partners and leaders that by creating this $5 million fund that we could help these uh, minority and women developers who have these great ideas and have these um, developments that they're trying to get off the ground to help solve that issue. But they're, you know, they're either not equitably, equitably being um, able to access funds or that they're, they're having these gaps on how they can get these developments off the ground. And so this fund will help minority and women developers um, successfully launch developments, um, but also to successfully answer the call around affordable housing. Um, one of the other things that we're doing, again, back to our small business boost, is we, uh, we have implemented a first and goal small business fund, which is $2 million that we are pouring into small businesses through loans and grants. Um, and again, the biggest aspect of that is capacity building. So how can we help small businesses get off the ground and really grow their network and grow their net worth through this capacity building? And this fund is one of those things that we're, we're working on um, to help just kind of answer the need. So, you know, we have touch points all across the city. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm getting a little choked, but we have touch points all across the city through our one community platform. I think the biggest takeaway is that we have found a way through opportunity neighborhoods and education to really touch on all communities, all neighborhoods to make sure that we're having an impact in a variety of different ways. 
All right. All right. Definitely seems like a, a, a uh, elaborate in terms of uh, kind of plan in terms of different things to kind of go through in terms of uh, affecting communities in yeah. a positive way. Um, of course, I want to address another thing as well. There's a kind of a fear of the Titans in the new stadium kind of affecting the city in terms of raising prices and, of course, taxes. Um, you know, you have any thoughts on anything in regards to that spectrum? I mean, I don't know if I'm going kind of way off the beaten path or not, but, you know, hey, I figured I would ask at least. I mean, you got to ask. If you don't ask, you don't know. Um, so, you know, the thing that I will point out is that two things. So one, with the new stadium proposal, when the when we got to this point about, you know, even getting to the point of, hey, I think we could, you know, um, go down this this journey of the possibility of having a new stadium. The first thing that the Tennessee Titans really thought about was, of course, the community and how can this have the least amount of financial um, impact and burden on the community. And, you know, the, the main thing that I love to share with people is that the current lease of the, of the stadium that we have now is based on t general tax dollars. So the, the general fund, our tax dollars is funding that. Um, the Titans really wanted to eliminate that burden and really create a plan that takes that that off of taxpayer dollars. Um, I mentioned earlier about how we only play, you know, nine to ten games in that stadium, and throughout the rest of the year, there are sixty-six acres around that property around our stadium that sits vacant. And so, how can we? you know, return that back to the city so that the city can use that to generate funds, whether it be through creating housing, creating retail, re uh, creating transportation, creating green space, whatever that looks like for the city, how can we play our part and do our part in giving that back to the city um, and making sure that our tax dollars are being used for more, um, to be transparent, more important things such as education and housing and all of these things that we know um, are important to us as citizens, but also to to our city. And so to me, I, you know, the new stadium now has a, a better funding model that, you know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, we jokingly call it the woo girls, the, the bachelorette parties and all of the <laughs> tourists that are coming to Nashville. Um, and, you know, I've heard plenty of time, um, times of people who are like, we need to be charging the tourists. We need to raise that tax. And so that is what is funding, you know, in a combination of some other things. But between the hotel and tourism tax, um, that's something that we felt like that's a better use of tax dollars when it comes to how we can fund this new stadium, but also, you know, thinking about ways that, again, we can eliminate that burden on the everyday person, um, the everyday taxpayer that is living in this city. Um, so, you know, I, I think when you start to get down and when you start um, talking through what our funding sources are and what that looks like from tourists to stadium and campus users to state funding. And then of course the Titans and the NFL pouring into the new stadium. 
I do believe that it's a better um, funding structure than what we currently have, because currently Metro Nashville, which is us everyday citizens of Davidson County and the Titans are paying for it. And if we can take that off of the taxpayers' backs, then um, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm definitely all for that, too. You know, being a taxpayer in the Nashville metro area. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, <laughs> we're going to take a, another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little about potential. You talked about the potential events. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about a particular school that plays in the stadium as yeah. well with, as the Titans. Yeah. On tour in the ASC South with your host, Mike Patton. You see my picture? Well, it was taken by Joshua Silver's photography. Let me tell you, he handled the whole shoot with class and professionalism, and he can do the same for you. Whether it's a model shoot, couples photos, headshots, maternity shoot, senior pictures, he has you covered. Just give him a call at 423-557-6746. Again, that's 423-557-6746. Or you can check him out on Instagram at Joshua Silvers Photography. That's Joshua Silvers Photography to book your shoot. Again, Joshua Silvers Photography, where class and professionalism meets great photos. You will not be disappointed. All right, and we're back. Of course, I said when we when we left off, we we're going to talk about a few different things, just two things to be exact. Some events that could potentially happen at the new stadium and an HBCU that is in the city. I'm going to start first with the events in the city. Now, you didn't mention them, but I'm going to mention them. Bring it Super on. Bowl, Final yep. Four, WrestleMania, those things potentially coming to Nashville. So, how big do you think that would be for the economy here? I mean, I I mean it will be insanely it will just be something that I think will change again the the scope of Nashville and our city. Um, you know, when you think about these things, especially, you know, we are coming off of a Super Bowl and so when you think about the impact of what that means for for Phoenix in Arizona, I mean, it's huge. You know, I I heard we had a few of our um, few of our staff who went to Phoenix for the Super Bowl, and you know, they came back and they shared so many great experiences they had. But I think the best thing that I heard was that you know they're like we really got to see a huge part of Phoenix, like really got to see what Phoenix was like. Um, and really getting to see, you know, these local owned businesses, whether it's restaurants, whether it's, you know, um, retail, whatever it may be. But seeing these local owned businesses having their moment to thrive, their moment to shine um, and seeing just the impact of that. And so I think that's something that I'm extremely excited about. Um, the NFL does a really good job of, of circulating that economic impact when it comes to Super Bowls being in a city. 
Um, and I would love to just share like what what our city brings and who we are as a people um, with with millions of fans. Um, I, I I know that there is an economic boost that comes with that. There's also an opportunity. I think when you have big um, events come to a city, you know, it really requires for the city to take a, um, to stop and take a big and deeper look at all of the things, whether it's transportation, whether it's, you know, um, figuring out, you know, how, how to maximize and capitalize off of the opportunity. So I think that's something for Nashville that could be a great, a great source for us as well. Well, you mentioned uh, the T word in transportation and, you know, I, I, I definitely sit in traffic a lot in Nashville. Yeah. So I can only imagine what the traffic will look like. At the Hopefully, I, but, but see, that's one of the <laughs> things that I hope that, you know, if, it's not going to happen next year, but if in a couple of years they say, hey, Super Bowl is coming here, I do believe that it forces us to really take a uh, a look and say, okay, how can we make this the most efficient, the most, um, the most, the best experience for not only just tourists, but the people living in the city who have to, because you know, when a Super Bowl comes to your city, it doesn't just come on Sunday. They're there for two, three, four weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. So how how can we make that something that isn't um, necessarily a burden on the everyday people who live here? And I mean, if you've been here for quite a while, I think we've we've kind of seen glimpses of that from CMA Fest to you know hosting some of these other big name um, events. And so I think. We, having something like a Super Bowl or even if it's WrestleMania or a Final Four, um, I think that just creates an opportunity for Nashville as a city to really figure out some of these issues and really take a, a huge deep dive into how we can make this work for us. Well, definitely. I, I remember the the draft. I, I actually covered that. Yeah. Now, that was a mass, mass event. And it was a it lot was a of people. Event. But it was so good to see how Nashville could really make such a huge event like a draft work for Nashville. Um, and I think, you know, I, I say I think, but I know the NFL was extremely impressed by that and um, wants to see something else in Nashville and to see what Nashville can do. Because we really, we really utilize, I think, all fronts of our modal transportation to, you know, how entertainment in the city, like we just really figured out a way how to utilize all fronts for the draft. Now, one thing I would be interested to see, because of course if the Super Bowl will be in February, and of course the weather here is kind of, uh, you know, it comes and goes. Yeah. So I would be very interested to see what these rooftops are looking like when it comes oh. to February. I think, I think they're still going to be outside, Mike. <laughs> but I think, you know, but because you mentioned that, I think that's also one of the other benefits of a new stadium, of having an enclosed stadium or a dome, is that, you know, um, you don't have to worry about the wear and tear on a stadium um, when you have an enclosed one um, because, you know, you the stadium is is further protected from that, but it also creates these opportunities where, 
you know, for all the Garth Brooks lovers, you don't have to cancel Garth Brooks because of a, a of a thunderstorm or a rain, a downpour. Um, and you do kind of have this security blanket of knowing like, hey, we can really, really make this happen because I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you, Mike, I'm going to be very disappointed if Beyonce has to cancel her show because of rain <laughs> in July when she comes this year. So, um, you know, I think there's just, there are a lot of, added benefits um i don't know what the rooftops are going to do in february but i'm sure they're going to figure that thing out and have all of the uh the rented outdoor heaters ready to go <laughs> yeah definitely definitely now of course we couldn't get you out of here without talking about tennessee state university yeah now you are an alum of tennessee I state am. university so i had to bring them into play now of course they play at Nissan Stadium now. And of course, it's been talked about in the new stadium, they'd be going there too. Yeah. Now, that isn't all necessarily good for some TSU fans because some TSU fans would like them to go back and play more at the hole, which is Hale Stadium for those that aren't from here. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel it would be beneficial for them to play in the new stadium or do you think more of the whole, you know, I know you have a unique perspective because you yes. work <laughs> and you are a TSU alum. So, what do you, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah. So, you know, I think this one, this is a, it's not necessarily a tricky question, but I, I wholeheartedly understand the perspective of people who want TSU to be in their own stadium at the hole and they, they want to see games there. Um, you know, the TSU has or is really the Titans' first community partner. Like, that is our first, you know, when the Titans arrived and really TSU has been the biggest and best community partner we've ever had. Um, I think it's also very important to note that we've been playing, TSU, I say we, but TSU um, has been playing games at the Titan Stadium for quite a long time. And I think there are benefits to both. Playing in the hole, of course, it, it creates this uh, nostalgic, big blue energy that is so special if you're a TSU alum or even if you're a, a, a native Nashvilleian that you just, you just feel the energy when you're in the hole. But I also think that there are benefits to the to the playing in the Titan Stadium as well, because, you know, to be honest, when you have such a, a large um, and an influx of alumni and people coming for, let's say, homecoming, you and I both know we all can't fit in the hole. So having somewhere like the Titan Stadium to play, I think that is also creates a beautiful energy. What I would love to see more of, and I think what the Titans and TSU are working collaboratively together on is that the Titans are really using this opportunity as a chance to really get it right with TSU, to really hear the needs of TSU and to really be a um, a great partner on how we're able to meet those needs. Um, the things that we are working collaboratively on are, you know, how can we make Titan Stadium when it is not a Titans game, when it is a TSU game, 
How can we make it feel like big blue country in here for TSU? How can we also use the resources and the things that we have learned from a fan engagement, and in this case, alumni engagement, how can we use those resources as a benefit to TSU to help build that engagement, to help get alumni, you know, from out of the tailgating parking lots during homecoming into the stadium and into the seats to cheer on um, big blue football team. So these are the things that I think when we talk about TSU and when we talk about just our partnership, I genuinely do believe that we are really striving to make sure that it extends beyond just football, that we are, you know, creating and empowering the students and really giving them a chance to have access to um, a professional football team in their city through jobs, through internships, through, um, you know, uh, speaker series, insider information when it comes to just how the business operations side of running a football team and that we're extending that beyond just um, football. But I, I do, you know, as an alumni, like I said, I get it. I know why people want to play at the stadium or play at the hole. But um, I know for the Titans, it's really doing our, our due diligence or giving our due diligence to make sure that we are giving TSU admin and leadership the things that they're asking for um, by using the Titan Stadium. Because I think sometimes we also forget, you know, we have TSU football players, these young kids who are coming in and how exciting for them to be able to play in an NFL stadium. Um, oftentimes they don't, they don't get that type of opportunity. So I do believe there's a balance there. Um, I think, you know, TSU is really striving to meet both um, both wants of wanting to play in the hole and wanting to play at a Titan stadium. So um, I think there's, there's a balance, there's a way to do it. And I think we are, we're, we're getting there. I think we're chipping away at that. All right. Well, that's all the questions I have for you. I want to thank you for your time. Uh, you know, if, you know, if you have any information out there, if you want to tell anyone that you, some things that some things that you may be working on or uh, ways they can either reach out to you if they have any questions or anything like that, the floor is yours. Yeah, I thank you so much, Mike, for having me on. It's been such a pleasure. Um, it's great to see you just shining and thriving um, <laughs> with your podcast. And, and I love the energy that you bring. If you want to stay in the know about the stadium project and to learn more about one community, um, I encourage you to go to the Titans website, which is TennesseeTitans.com. And you can find more. You can stay up to date on the developments around the new stadium, but also what we're doing in the one community space around our community benefits um, platform. And then the last thing I'll share is that you can also find um, we are uh, really trying to build our supplier diversity pool. So please, by all means, if you are a minority owned or, or woman owned, especially for um, our black owned businesses and vendors, please, by all means, um, jump on our website so we can garner your information for upcoming and future um, events and opportunities. So. 
again, thank you so much for having me on and uh, feel free to reach out to me with any questions or any way that I can help um, connect the dots for the Tennessee Titans and community. All right. Well, I thank you for your time and I thank everyone for tuning in to Touring the ASC South with your host, Mike Patton. We're out. Thank you.